1: Hi, high rolling, high-fivers, high-tailing down the information super highway. Welcome to Good Job Brain, your weekly quiz show and offbeat trivia podcast. This is episode 176, and I'm your humble host, Karen, and we are your highfalutin, highnesses drinking highballs and high-seas eating hydrox in our high tops.
2: I'm Colin. <laughs> I'm Dana. And I'm Chris. Today
1: is a special day. Today is, uh, as we're recording... It's National Oreo Day. Oh. (laughs) And uh, when
3: Oreo celebrates its victory over Hydrox?
2: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
3: Long drawn out sandwich cookie wars. The most successful imposter ever. But yeah, I know. We know that Hydrox was, in fact, the original 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 black and white sandwich cookie. They
1: don't make Hydrox anymore, they
3: don't. It's sad. Yeah.
1: Yeah, like, I tried looking for it, like, even in maybe like, oh, there's like still one man, one factory that's pumping them out. Nope. Nope. No. Nope.
0: <laughs> um, they've branched out. They've gotten very elaborate
1: with their flavors. They lately. have yeah. been. And also their international flavors are, are pretty crazy too. Here are some, some Oreo trivia, oh. uh, honoring National Oreo Day. There are two versions of Oreo cookies that debuted in 1912. Oreo came out with two flavors. One is what we know. Okay. Do you know what the other flavor is? Oh,
3: um, it's not vanilla. It's like coconut. coconut is it? Banana.
1: Banana's Twinkie. Oh, right. Twinkie, oh Twinkie, Twinkie had a, a vanilla and a banana one. Uh, I don't geez. know. Cho- like,
3: what? Chocolate and, oh, ginger. is the, is the, is the filling different or is the cookie different? It was different?
1: lemon meringue. Oh. oh. So it was like a lemon that sandwich cookie. Obviously, the, the, the chocolate, the, the, the black and white cookie was, uh, far more popular. And so mm-hmm. Nabisco discontinued the lemon meringue cookies in the 1920s. Double stuff Oreo. Is a misnomer. Uh (gasps) Uh-huh. It does not contain (laughs) (laughs) 2.0 times the amount of stuff. Is it more or
2: less than double? It
1: contains... 1.86. 1.86. Yeah. I
0: believe it. I uh, believe it. Get
3: our lawyer on the phone.
0: <laughs> because you cannot call I a think double. We have a case. Well, you Although try d- to make your own double stuff to, <laughs> in the much bigger. Right. <laughs> <in the laughs> yeah. Although did, didn't
2: they, did they get around it was like was double like D U B L or something. Did they have some, no, some creative
1: spelling stuff or? is stuff, is, stuff is
0: one F. Oh, that's yeah. what it was. Yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. They don't but know what yeah. I, uh, yeah. what the measurement of a stuff is. Is right. Yeah. Right, right.
1: Yeah. It's not entirely a 2.0 times big. Another fact and this is completely... Powered from time and, and mental floss, I have a couple of good Oreo tidbits. Um, pigs do not like Oreos, huh. really. And mm. I, I'm not I'm not saying that I don't think it's scientifically like proven, but there is an anecdote from uh, Ben and Jerry's in Vermont, the ice cream maker. Uh, usually, they donate um, their their milky their food wastes yeah. uh, to like local farms and stuff. Okay. Mm. And um, in 1985, a farmer reported that his hogs. Loved all of it except for mint with Oreo cookies.
4: Mm.
2: Mm.
3: Now, or is cookies
1: and cream mint. So, is it the mint or is it the cookies? In or terms is
2: it of yeah, scientific rigor, this
1: doesn't okay. seem um, no. yeah.
3: yeah. So, I know something, Karen, that you could try. <laughs> yeah, oh, data I, mean, point.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I can yeah. feed if, my pig. If an only Oreo, yeah. we knew right. someone with oh, access oh, a to a pig.
2: Right. Okay.
1: I, I feel yeah. like he'll like it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I don't know. You can like write now. them a letter, show a picture of. Him but you're not you're not supposed to. I don't know. You're not supposed to give animals chocolate or mm. or oh. caffeine or anything. Oh, that makes mm-hmm. sense. Actually. I mean, Wait. What were the Ben and Jerry's people giving them if they? Yeah. Gave why? Them all with, sorts why are they chocolate?
3: giving them like giant tubs of ice cream? That's true. You're not supposed to give. We should further research <laughs> is uh, required. And we
1: lo- and Colin, we looked this up like in the car the other day about what in a, in chocolate. That makes dogs uh, sick. Oh, right, and it's right. poisonous. And yeah. there is a compound is. and you can find
3: there,
4: other they're, things that are, there are bromine, yes. I believe. Yes, that yes. Yeah. yeah.
1: Um and it makes
3: them sick. Once we were making um some kind of elaborate cake in like Regina's old kitchen and uh it was chocolate cake. Nothing no big pieces fell to the ground, just crumbs. But Ricky, the dog, spent all day just vacuuming up all of the <laughs> tiny little chocolate crumbs and then just at the, at the end of the day just comes up to us and like just vomits hey, <laughs> like oh, black oh, liquid oh, <laughs> that's just the chocolate and he's like well yeah you yeah. yeah, actually that's most
1: of the, the time animals do do uh they vomit it up they, vomit yeah. it up. Right, they, they actually right, do right. like hey my body doesn't feel great i'm gonna you know <laughs> take make care feel yeah, yeah take care of this <laughs> <laughs> one last oreo fact oreos are kosher and vegan they're vegan? Right. They're vegan. There yeah. is no cream or right, any dairy right. products. It's all
2: vegetable shortening. <laughs> yeah, or, right? it like, is. Okay.
1: So it used to be made out of lard. That's what I thought it was. For a long time, okay. uh, until like, I think the 1990s, mm-hmm. um, it became kosher. They stopped using lard. Huh. I mean, it might be manufactured in a place where dairy stuff gets manufactured, but it, what goes right, into
3: right, the, cook, right. not the recipe. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. So when you say like cream is spelled it's differently. That is spelled differently. You gotta check the spelling anytime somebody gets yeah. fancy with the
2: spelling. Ah misspellings, like... a lawyer's best friend. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's
1: uh yeah, that's today, March March sixth, hmm. National Oreo Day. Speaking of national days, I'm thinking, you know what, like Every day seems like it's a day for something. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, 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 okay. And I was like, I know there is a trivia day, oh. but there is no pub trivia day. Uh-huh. <laughs> On the train here, yeah. I applied for a <gasps> national pub trivia <gasps> day. Good idea. That's awesome. <laughs> Let's hope it gets approved. Actually, How it's not you... even day. I just said the last uh, full week of April. Because what you is know, the controlling trivia...
3: legal authority? Yeah. How would you yeah. Send this into <laughs> what agency? There's, <laughs> there's a
1: place that there's like a publisher or, or a company that would like. A release basically like an almanac of all the different days and lists, huh. What huh, you're, uh-huh. and then they'll give you a certificate and stuff. Only hmm. if they approve your application. Gonna, if they okay. come
3: back and they tell you they need five hundred dollars, right? To right. Them, yeah, probably don't do it. Yeah.
1: I would. I would. <laughs> well, it doesn't mean anything. But, it is. but to have a, a, a like a national sorry, it, it's a more of a week because the thing is like I can pick a day, but usually pub trivia is on a weekday. And if, what if it's like it's true. on the weekend or whatever? So I just said last full week of April, uh, so people uh, have time to celebrate. Yeah, it's pub trivia week. That's cool. and then it's you can, cool. you know, we can get people to like go to their local pub trivia and play trivia and celebrate pub trivia. Day. We'll, see. we'll see.
0: We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. What, we'll yeah. see how it goes. Yeah, I'll,
2: yeah. I'll, we, we may need you to help us defray the cost here. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but I was like, that's that's pretty cool. Hmm. Uh, we'll see. And we also have other exciting news, Chris.
3: Yes. Um, so I was just out at a video game conference where. Um, Penn Gillette, one Uh. half of Penn and Teller, was doing one half of the keynote address with video game designer Randy Pitchford. And it turns out I was the only person who got to interview Penn at that video game conference. Um, and I was just going to interview, uh, him and take the, sort of take, take the notes and put him in an article. But the conversation was so good that I just dropped it into, um, what was then the latest episode of, uh, the game life podcast that I do at Wired. There's a lot of really interesting conversation about uh, things outside of video games, mm-hmm. uh, and some really great stories from Penn that I think good job brain listeners would really like. So yeah, uh, like soundcloud.com slash wired, and then you can kind of scroll through and look for the Game Life podcast with Penn Gillette if you want to listen to it.
0: Oh, that sounds great. I'll listen to that. Thank
3: you. Um, I also have uh, uh, just a very, very quick... Um, it's our usual segment, our very usual segment, which we talk about things that we slipped up on, and that's called...
0: Um, actually... So, uh,
3: yes, uh, for some weird reason, uh, I was doing the posthumous Grammy quiz about people who were awarded Grammy Awards uh, after they had passed away. Um, I wrote down, for some reason, 2003 instead of 2013 as the year in which Ravi Shankar, the sitar player, uh, won uh, his posthumous Grammy. It was not 2003. It was 2013. Uh. I did review the tape. It would not have affected the <laughs> results. Karen's posthumous Grammy stands. stands. I'm about right. to come reclaim it. Wait, she didn't win a posthumous Grammy. She did. It was I, I won I the, paper, her, the paper plate and version. I wrote a posthumous okay. Grammy on it.
2: I have one, a, uh, one correction to supply as well. Really? Uh, a couple episodes back, we were talking about the uh, Florida Marlins, or now the Miami Marlins. And Karen, you had talked about how they're baseball teams with a lot of fish down in Florida, and you're like the Rays. And I and I corrected you, I th- or I I thought I was correct. <gasps> was like, oh, they're not, they're not fish. They're rays. Rays are, in fact, fish. See, yeah, I knew that um, deep in my heart. I didn't yeah. want to argue. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. No, you know, we should always be talking So, so, stingrays, they, manta rays are fish. They are, yes, in the broader categorization of the, the cartilaginous bony fish. Yes, they are fish. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. rays are fish.
1: And then also related to the team, and we made a joke about the, they're either fish footwear or, or birds, uh-huh. like baseball teams. Um, <laughs> Comedian and uh, funny man, singer-songwriter Stephen Lynch on Twitter tweeted at us and said that Cincinnati Reds uh, actually is short for Red Stockings. So we have another – Another footwear
3: mm. footwear
1: team footwear yes. birds and fish.
3: Yes, if I did not know. I did not know that. Lots okay. of
1: socks. Yeah, socks were really of, yeah. big back yeah, in the yeah, olden yeah. days. It was. Well, yeah, they, they were
3: just they were so brand new. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I had to walk around barefoot for so long. Like I
0: covered my foot. Look at. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah.
1: All right, and without further ado, uh, let's jump into our first general trivia segment. Top quiz, hot shot!
3: Well, what I have here has been kicking around in the old Good Job Brain suitcase for <laughs> nigh on five years now. And, and looking uh, quite a bit worse for the wear. <laughs> <laughs> it is a book of um, Jeopardy questions, not from the 1960s Jeopardy game we've often played, but from a time... Uh, closer to our hearts uh, is 2003, Jeffrey. Yeah. So we'll so actually
1: get some. In of order these. to
3: answer these questions, you're going to have to put yourself back into the state of mind of a of All 2003. Right. Karen, much, Colin, and Dana. Much There's easier than 1960s. And uh indeed our first category is called state of mind. Mm. Uh, okay. All of these uh I believe are adjectives that could describe a person's mood. Okay. okay. All, right. all right. I
0: don't think you're supposed to tell us what it's supposed Every to be. Every now and again
3: Alex Trebek will give a little bit Oh, Okay. Of a, okay. Again, it feels a, like they
0: did so a poor job be. writing the title.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <of it. laughs>
2: like, yeah. Cuz I, I thought
4: it was like, like
3: the writers. It
1: was like 50 states or something. I'll this is a right double
3: now. jeopardy rounds. The fake money uh is doubled. Okay. double okay. the fake money. Mm- for answering these questions. So your $400 question is, if you're this on your luck, you might also be this in the mouth.
2: <laughs> Colin. Uh, what is down?
3: Indeed. What
1: Great. is down in your down, mouth? Yeah. Down, in, down, the down mouth. in the mouth. Down
2: in the mouth.
3: Yeah. Kind of oh, sad. Like, sad yeah, 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 yeah. Down in the mouth. Oh, you're, yeah. okay. Your, right, your mouth right, is pointing right. down. Mm-hmm. This is, uh, this is a very unfair category for Karen. Often follow, oh, this is your four 400- hundred, no, sorry, it's your $800 question. Mm-hmm. Often followed by up, it means not liquored up or serious in demeanor.
2: Oh. Colin. Uh, what is
3: sober? What is yeah. Sobered? Oh. Yeah, I believe, yeah. sobered? Yeah, Yeah. Sobered up. The, uh, I don't know, two million dollar question sure, is sure. now. <laughs> this seven letter word for thoughtful comes from the French for to think. Karen. Oh.
1: Pense, what, is what, what is pensive? What is pensive? What is, what, is what is pensive? pensive?
3: It's okay. Yeah, yeah. You, get the, you only get the warning the first time. You get the warning the first time. Yes, <laughs> pensive. What is pensive? My. The zillion dollar question, <laughs> okay. as well as in good humor, it means a machine that grinds up pieces of wood.
2: Uh Colin. Uh I've been watching a lot of Fargo recently,
3: uh, uh, which has the top of mind. What is chipper? What is chipper? Uh, yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah, what is grinder? Grinds up pieces of wood. <laughs> okay. Finally, the floppity Jillion Dollar question. Alright.
0: <laughs> the most important question. Yes. Okay. John Quincy
3: Adams' last words were I am this synonym of satisfied. Oh <laughs> Whoa.
0: Content? What is content? Yes! I am content! Wow! John
3: Quincy Adams' last words.
0: So I win. win. That was the most money. (laughs) 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 floppity (laughs) jillian!
3: (laughs) Biding her time. We have a second round, actually. Oh, okay. So, yeah, sorry.
0: Floppity jillian.
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Why are you laughing? (laughs) I can't
3: even believe it. The title of this category is... A Kate Gory. Oh...
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, like category?
3: Oh, yeah, category. A category. category. Okay. a category. That's Kate-a- sure. a, a, right.
2: a little better. A category, yeah. <laughs>
3: marginally better. Yeah. Okay. One hundred dollars. She was Ophelia to Branagh's Hamlet in ninety-six. What? Oh, oh sorry, I wasn't done with the question. Sure. One year later, her career got a quote Titanic. Oops. Oh my
0: god, <laughs> oh, Dana. Who is Kate Winslet? Is
3: Kate Winslet? Yes. <laughs> Uh, $200. She garnered an Oscar nomination for her role in Almost Famous. Oh. Uh, Dana? Uh, Who, who, uh, yeah, Dana. Yeah, yeah. Uh, (gasps) what's her name? (laughs) Sorry, no, nothing. Uh, Karen? Who is Kate Hudson? Kate Hudson. What's her name? I was like, Blondie. Yeah, Kate
2: something. Blondie (laughs) Goldie.
3: She became co-anchor of Today in 1991. Colin, uh, who is Katie Couric? Katie yeah. Couric, uh, four hundred dollars. Before she was a Voyager captain, she was Sam's love interest on Cheers. <coughs> Colin,
2: um, who is Kate Mulgrew?
3: Mulgrew, yes. yeah. Yeah. Kate wow. Mulgrew. Good job. And finally, here's a question for you. So, I mean, here's an answer rather. Celebrity, celebrity birthdays for January 16 include. A.J. Foyt and, <laughs> and this waif supermodel. Uh, Dana.
0: Who is Kate Moss? Who is Kate
3: Moss? Yes.
0: What the so kind of question is that? What kind
2: of question is that? Who He's is like, well, Kate Well, I know A.J. Foyt and yeah. Kate Moss share a birthday. So, so, so naturally. Day. Yeah. Yeah. The day. Like, how do we yeah. do <laughs> the day? Kate
3: Moss in a way that we
2: haven't done before? I, I believe um, A.J.
3: Foyt is a uh, race car driver. Okay. Shh. <laughs> I'm sure Sure. someone will correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, (laughs) You guys did really well. That round was not a catastrophe. uh, Um, Uh, Get out. uh, (laughs) That was a category five.
1: Basically, you can just use any cat puns. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. yeah. right, right, yeah. right, yeah.
3: Yeah. right, yeah. Yeah. right, right, it. Yeah, hate yeah. yeah.
2: on a
0: hot tin roof. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's. A, I yeah. feel like that's a. I They go to that. Moment. Devoid
2: of context.
0: Yeah, hot tin roof. Oh, awesome. oh,
1: whoa! Good job, brains. Yes. This week, Colin, you, you, uh, you are our new topic
2: chooser. Oh yeah. For the time being. Yeah, it's you know be careful what you wish for. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I asked if I could, uh, uh, nominate, I guess, a few topics. So I, I just went nuts and this Which was is the, the first, part? <laughs> this was yeah. the first in several,
3: uh, well, you didn't realize is the rest of us were just like. Yeah, okay. Sure.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Whatever you want, Callum. Yeah. Let's work for us. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, I, I, I get eager and excited. I like to start prepping for the episodes cool. ahead of time. So, yeah, so this was the first in a sequence of a series, several yeah. several episodes that I've suggested. Okay. Uh, I thought something all around translation and language. I mean, you guys know I'm a huge language nerd and mm-hmm. we all, uh, and we talk about it just a lot in public news, we all have our own little language fascination. So today, let's get lost in translation. So if you want- I will start us off. Uh, as I just said, I am a self-professed language nerd. Uh, in particular, I love, I love loan words and I love, uh, foreign language idioms. And most importantly, for the purposes of good job brain, I think they make for great quizzes. Yeah. And you know, it's one of these things like where you, you, or I don't anyway, realize how much we take for granted all these foreign language phrases that we just use so casually in English huh. without maybe necessarily giving it a second thought. According to Philip Durkin, author of Borrowed Words, A History of Lone Words in English, uh, modern English, we have more loan words from Latin than any other language. Okay. And that, that's not terribly surprising, you know, especially like in the legal profession, you know, for uh, instance, you know, okay, just okay. quid pro quo, status yeah, quo. Yeah. I mean, we have so many, so many uh, Latin phrases. Um, But of sort of the the living languages – French takes the cake. We have, in modern English, we have way more French loan words and phrases mm. than than any other language, more than Greek, German, Italian, huh. Spanish, Dutch, and it's and it's not even really close. Like, it's yeah. after Latin, it's French, and then everything else in, mm. in modern English. So I have a quiz called Pardon My French.
0: All right. And sure you do. And
2: it is all about words and phrases that I, I can say with certainty. You guys all know these phrases. So the, the quiz for you guys... Is not what do they colloquially mean? I want you to tell me what do these phrases literally mean. Oh, okay. so okay. Let, I'll give you an example here. Right, so, right. so in English, we say you know somebody with unlimited authority is said to be given carte blanche. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay, so what does carte blanche mean? This would be the quiz white card white. literally white card or you know a little more closely blank card, carte blanche. And, you know, we have the same meaning of blank check. Like, it, it it literally has the same meaning of like, oh, I give him a blank check to do whatever he wants. It's, I gave him carte blanche. Right. Exactly. You, you you make the rules. You write it down. Right. So I think you guys get the, uh, just to this quiz. Uh, I'm going to set up a very short sentence. The last thing I say for all of them will be the French phrase. So remember, yeah. you're telling me what the words literally mean. Right. And this may be a little unfair advantage for some of us who have taken French.
0: Who took French, Karen? Okay. I took French. All right. Oh, I think so. we can okay, figure
2: so. these out. We'll try, oh, yeah. we'll try and start. I and Spanish,
0: but maybe. Yeah, maybe it no, will yeah, out.
2: similar yeah. We'll try and start easy yeah. here. All right. We just did, of course, a uh, installment of Um Actually, because on the show from time to time, we all commit a faux pas. Uh, Karen, what does faux pas mean, literally?
1: Like a... Bad, bad make. Ooh, you know, close. Bad do
3: close. Yeah, it, well, faux is uh, false. Yep, false. Oh. Pa. pa. What is oh. pa? Um. It means step.
2: Step. Faux pas is a false ha. step, okay. oh. right. and much like a misstep. Uh, we are no strangers here to indulgent desserts. Among us, uh, we have all surely enjoyed creme brulee. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dana, what does creme brulee is it, literally mean? It's
0: Cream-fired? Roasted? Or something? I'm I'm gonna give it to you. I'm I'm gonna give it to you. Burned. Oh, burned. Burned. Yep, burnt. Burnt cream.
2: Pot of burnt cream. Pot of burnt (laughs) cream. No doubt you have all, at one time or another, experienced an overwhelming sense of déjà vu. Mm -hmm. What does déjà vu mean, Chris? That is already seen. That is exactly correct. Already seen. Not to be confused with déjà lu already read
4: uh, yeah. oh, oh. already pooped or,
2: yeah, or, or. <laughs> that's what I thought <laughs> it was <laughs> <laughs> déjà poo <laughs> oh.
4: or yeah. déjà, déjà fait already done
1: déjà fait already done
2: uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. in French they have a whole family of the déjà yep. <laughs> experimental artists are often said to be avant-garde mm. what does the avant-garde literally mean uh, Dana
0: is it the front of the guard? Yep. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah.
2: yeah. The, the, the advanced In guard, yeah. forward yeah. guard. Right. They're the sort of the, the most forward thinking on the cutting mm. edge. Yep. Exactly right. I worked at a place called avant Card. It was a, <laughs> <was> a stationery <laughs> oh, store. Oh my
4: goodness.
2: <laughs> uh, speaking of artists as, as kids, we all probably, I know I certainly did work with papier mache Karen. The first part's oh, well, probably oh, yeah, easy. paper. Paper, right. Um, what is mache? P- mache
1: is like battered, mixed up. Uh-huh, uh uh-huh. Ma- Like, like... mash.
2: M- yeah. It means... Chewed paper. Oh. oh. Chewed paper. Oh. And if you think about it, it does kind of look mm. like someone's been chewing it up. Yeah. Uh, ultimately, it comes from, from the root masticar, you know, masticate. which is oh, yeah. like which is masticate. Yeah. masticate. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yep. Yep. Maché. To chew up your. Wow, that's cool. And it's, kids. Is that how they made it before? Okay. Right? <laughs>
2: yeah,
1: yeah. I probably. bet that's yeah. probably
0: yeah. yeah. You spend all day chewing paper. The
2: Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. the, the actually, it's, it's funny you say the enzymes actually in your saliva really do, they will break down paper faster than if you just mix it in with, like, regular tap water. Sure. So so chew
3: that paper. Uh, (laughs) This is true. Here is a true uh, Chris Kohler fact. We made for me for Halloween one year a paper mache uh, mask so that I could go as—this is true— Mac Tonight. Oh my god, that's amazing! <laughs> I know, it is amazing. Wait, Mac
4: Tonight.
2: Mac it from was tonight. the old McDonald's it commercials?
3: Was old McDonald's it commercials. was the Ray
2: Charles
1: moon. It was,
3: it was the Ray Charles, a crescent oh. moon, a man in a suit with a crescent moon for a head. Wait,
2: wouldn't he be Bobby Darin? Because he was singing Mac Tonight. Yeah, he was based off
3: Mac, Mac the, the knife. knife. Right, right, but right. But he had yeah.
2: sunglasses in he had
1: yeah. like... It so awesome. was sort
3: of a vague, yes. And so it was, to, it was to try to convince people to go eat dinner at McDonald's because yeah. nobody ate dinner at McDonald's. <laughs> Oh, yep! I love of that. I was, I was Mac tonight for you know. I probably do not. Oh on, not on me. Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> just kidding. It's in my wallet right now. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. So glad we, might you, <laughs> we might be able to get you're one for you, Dan. We might be able to get one for you. We're just looking for an opening I'll put request like paper mache. How big was it? it. Was it, like, huge? <laughs> no, it was just, like, you know, yeah. a, a crescent moon for my own head. You know, and Chris, Chris Kohler glasses. head size. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Mac
2: tonight. <laughs> Even if you're not Catholic, you can still find plenty to enjoy on Mardi Gras, mm-hmm. which oh. is literally French for, uh, I think, Karen, oh, Karen first did. on okay, that yeah. one. Fat Tuesday. It is Fat Tuesday. Mm. Uh, the or day before Ash Wednesday. Life, Tuesday.
0: Tuesday's fat. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> just Tuesday. <laughs>
2: Why fat why fat? Why is it fat Tuesday? What makes it fat? Because
1: you gotta eat up the before feet.
2: Lent. Feet. That's right, that's right, because yeah. you're about to hit, hit Lent and you're just getting yeah. that last little uh lean time. <laughs>
4: yeah.
2: That's right, round of gluttony in there before you can uh take a break. In suburban neighborhoods, you will find many streets, many, many streets oh, that end in a oh, cul-de-sac. cul-de-sac. Ah. Yeah. What does a cul-de-sac mean? Literally. And I'll, I'll give you a little hint here. The yeah. the sack part is sack. our same word, sack. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> Karen.
2: Cold de sac is is cool. Uh, like an end. Very very close. Is it a yeah. Warner. It. So this is this is one of those things I love where the double meaning exists in both French and English. Col- Cul de sac literally means. Uh, bottom of the bag uh, and, yeah, and if you yeah, were in like sure. writing a dictionary or in polite company yeah, bottom of the bag right. but if, if you press on French a little bit more it's really more like ass of the bag yeah. and if you see other phrases that have the word cool in it you know, it has a very clear Yeah, like if you talk what? about like a film de cool that means like a dirty movie and like oh. a magazine de cool is like a dirty magazine so a de sac even though it's you know, a perfectly acceptable phrase it really, the illusion is it's like it's the bag's But yeah, but Mm -hmm. but
1: that's also where butt came from, right? We talked about it in our butt episode. They're 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 related, yeah. They're related, there's also a term for butt that is like, yeah, end of the street,
2: right? Exactly, yep, yeah. If you do something you're particularly proud of, uh, or to punctuate a trick as a magician, you mm-hmm. might say, voila! Uh-huh. Oh. Oh. You can omit the snooty French accent Very if you so like. Yeah. Well, what does Well, what does voila mean, literally, means, in it French? It means
3: literally, there it is. It,
2: it, 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 it Close. Uh, it, it literally is, look oh, there. Look at there.
3: Voila. <laughs> look
1: at there. Oh. Oh. Look look at there. It. My
3: God!
1: <laughs> <laughs> My head is blown away!
3: <laughs> yep. but, it, but it really translates to, like, there it is. Like, that's it does. It you sure. in French they but I'm yeah, saying like, "voila" is be, like yes, wa, a, a yes.
1: sandwich word from from French words. It's right. like turned into one word, Absolutely. but when you break it down, because right. oh. there's also there's also mm-hmm.
3: "voici," which comes from "vois" and "ici," which is yeah. "here."
2: Last one, last one. Uh, this might be the trickiest one here. Right. Uh, in the last several years, uh, especially in fancy restaurants and at home, uh, an increasingly popular method of preparing food is the sous vide. Oh. oh, yeah, yeah. Sous vide, uh, which oh, I also like to call the creepy food bath. What does sous
0: vide mean? Dana. Is it uh, with life? No, no. no. S- under
2: yeah, sous is under yeah. v-
4: sous vide. No, no. Under.
2: you're 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 in the right ballpark, Karen. Under vacuum, under vacuum. vacuum. Under oh, vacuum. Right, yeah, because huh. that's the process: is you right. you vacuum Vacuumed seal the it. food in the little bags and then you cook it. Oh. Yeah, sous vide under sous-vide vacuum. Is yep, is vacuum. Vacuum. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's right. Okay. That's oh. right. All right. Well, you guys did pretty dang good there. I think we need to go to Paris and record there. (laughs) (laughs) More (laughs) trivia tips for you guys. All right. Well, well done. That was, uh, I will consider my French pardoned. So good job, guys. Nice. Good job.
0: All right. uh, I'm going to talk about military translation. Um, specifically, this, this is a topic I'm fascinated with, the code talkers. Oh
1: my oh God. Those wow. are cool. Yeah. 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 There, uh, there was a Nicolas Cage movie. There was, <laughs> right? I'm, I'm not there crazy.
0: There or... was, it was called Wind Talkers. So code talkers were people in the 20th century who used their obscure languages, like very few people spoke their language. So they used that as the secret code for transmitting messages to the military. And some of the first people were the code talkers were uh, Native Americans. They were, Cherokee and Choctaw. And this was in World War One when this first started. So So in World War One is when it first when they first figured out that this would be a a good method of communicating. So when people are fighting in battle and they have the radios, it's easy to intersect those those radio communications. It's easy to even crack codes. Like people can sit there and figure out the codes. It's really hard to crack Spoken languages that you don't know or you can't hear it. Right.
3: You, because like, there's just like, there's sounds that are in those languages that people yeah. use that there might be, there's slight differences in, in, in sounds. It's
0: like right. Chinese, where if you yeah. haven't ever heard Chinese before, you yeah. can't, you, you can't, can't even correct. begin. Yeah. There's, to no yeah. there's no way you in. There's no way in. You
3: can't even write it down because you don't know what's different and what's not. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I yeah.
0: see. So they, uh, in World War one the Cherokee and then the Choctaw So very, Great success. Within 24 hours of, of using them, like, they started winning all these battles. And then within 72 hours, like, the, um, the Germans started retreating. So they were like, Oh my God, that's the, that is what we need to do. They were super uh, excited about this. Yeah. There's nobody in yeah. Germany speaking so Choctaw. Nobody talk, talk. knows Choctaw yeah. talk, talk in Germany. Yeah. <laughs> it's a very specific, uh, Native American language. And so Hitler heard about this. Everybody heard about this, that that Native American languages were going to be the new, code and so hitler sent like 30 anthropologists to america between world war one and world war two to learn all the native american language. Really? there are hundreds of native american <laughs> that's languages. true there are a lot but of that. tribes there's, there's no way like most of these you can't really learn unless you're like a child brought up learning it because it's all tonal each language is just very hard to learn and very few of them were written down right so you right have to, that's like, what i was gonna activate. say I, yeah yeah if they had maybe like 80 years and like thousands of people trying to learn it perhaps, but not in the small window between there. But mm. the US government wasn't sure like how much they learned or knew. So they were a little bit wary about using Native American speakers in Europe. They were looking around for, for what Native American language to use for their codes. And they figured out Navajo would be very good. That it's a big tribe, even with like the 80 different Native American languages, like you have to get
1: other people, enough people to understand, to be on the same ground, to speak and understand.
0: There was, there was like a, there's a, there's a small, smaller tribe in Iowa and they used them for some of it. Um, but there were only, they had 26 soldiers and that was like 16% of their, of their population. So Hmm. they, so Navajo is really good because it has a big population. It was not written. They didn't have, I think there were very few books in Navajo at that time. Mm. So it was just totally, an oral tradition. Also, something Navajo and also maybe other Native Americans at that time were really trained to do because it was an oral language. From the time they're children, they're told stories and they have to repeat them back verbatim. So they have to get very good at listening and giving the story back word for word. And so they'd start with a small one and then you graduate to another story. And then eventually you have like super long prayers and very intricate stories, and they could do it perfectly verbatim. So they were the best possible people to like- <laughs> the, best the best life best experience best yeah. for those. To communicate your important messages because they would do it perfectly. And they did. They were so wow. good at uh, remembering the messages and delivering them word for word. So one of their worries, though, was a Navajo soldier would get captured, and then it would be like, oh, okay, well, code's cracked now because they'll, they'll understand it. So they added a code on top of it. That only 400 soldiers knew. Those were the code talkers and those were the people who, who knew the code, who were the ones who communicated. They didn't fire guns. In fact, they got used a lot. Like when a battle was over, they'd just be shipped to another battlefront. Like um, just like
2: a giant communications unit, basically. Yeah.
0: Like yeah. human walkie talkies encrypted. <laughs> right, right. Like,
2: like human encrypted walkie talkies.
0: Iwo Jima, they're credited with doing amazing things for them. Within two days, they sent 800 perfectly encrypted messages back and forth. And they're probably, I mean, that's mm. a big reason why they were so successful at that. They were so coordinated. The jo- Japanese did capture a Navajo soldier, but he was not a code talker. and So he wouldn't know. He couldn't help because it all sounded like gibberish. Like they had such, it was Navajo and he understood that these were words or they're truncated words, but they like made no sense. It was like onion, leaf, plant, like what? I don't know what, what they're the saying. Code. He didn't know the code. So once World War II was over, it was over. They came home. And their language was classified. Like, the code talkers were classified. They couldn't talk about <laughs> De- oh, anything that had happened. They had a lot of trouble finding jobs when they got home because it was like, well, what were you doing? And it's like, hm, we, we can't talk say. about it. Right, right. It wasn't declassified until 1968. It was like 23 years before they were able to talk about hmm. their experiences. Wow. Oh, oh my
4: God.
1: Yeah.
0: That sucks. And it wasn't, most of them know were dead by the time they all got awarded Congressional Medals of oh, Honor for their no. service.
2: Which was not, yeah, like that long ago, right? It was in the early yeah. 2000s, yeah. Yeah. It is. But. It's bittersweet. It is really bittersweet mm. to play such a pivotal role for this really specialized, not, I was going to say skill, but just for being who you are, being very right. specialized. But it's all yeah. And not to be able to talk, talk about, about it, it. Yeah.
0: yeah. There's this um, website I found, a uh, uh, NavajoCodetalkers.org, and there are videos of the Navajo code talkers talking about their experiences and they are fascinating i highly recommend obviously
1: we don't use spoken code at all anymore in warfare Mm -hmm. like when did that get phased away after
0: world war ii probably they actually were using it until vietnam wow yeah okay early vietnam and then they stopped doing it
1: can here's another dumb question for me can you like go learn the language Sure. I mean, I'm sure you can't learn it like, to a fluent you, level. You not sound
0: native you in could, that you language. You could learn
2: it. How much time? You can yeah. How, yeah. much time? How much time? Yeah, exactly. yeah. 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 absolutely. <laughs> yep. Yeah. But not in the middle of the war from Berlin. You're not <laughs> no. going yeah. to... No... <laughs> yeah. no... Rosetta Stone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. I signed it. Good news, boss. I signed up for a correspondence course. Yeah. <laughs> and, in 18 months, yeah. I'm going to be at a first grade level.
4: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: They're like highly trained listening and like repeating skills were also made it impossible for them to like decode it because they would just rattle it off and then they'd remember exactly I mean, yeah. what the other person I said. I think that's the that's yeah. the and piece of the it, puzzle is that. that they
1: grew up with the the recit- like reciting and memorization. Like, yeah. okay, I can yeah. speak this language, but you yeah. know, with English in tenth grade it took me like five days to memorize the
0: Hamlet <laughs>
1: soliloquy. You know what I mean? But this yeah. is like right. over radio yeah. Yeah. there was war yeah. going on yeah, and you're
0: true. just like There's six hundred code words and they know each of them like and how it translates from english (sighs) to navajo to this code and then back and forth all right let's take
1: a quick break a word from our sponsor
5: dreaming of a better sleep tossing and turning is not your destiny and ollie is here to help ollie invites you to sink into sweet sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com.
6: LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply.
1: And we're back. You're listening to Good Job Brain. And this week we're getting lost in translation.
3: This code talker stuff has got me thinking. Karen, you do know uh, another language, which is you, you also know Klingon. Uh, Klingon, yeah, Yeah, uh, yeah, oh. uh, yeah but also, Dothraki. but also <laughs> slightly more useful Mandarin Chinese. Mandarin Chinese. And there's this, um, there's this poem in uh, in Mandarin Chinese that's uh, that's kind of that's kind of famous, and it's called uh, various things, but it's like the the story of the ten stone lions. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. you know so, what?
1: I didn't grow up with this.
3: Oh yeah, huh. Did it, you find it, out about it later.
1: I found it on Facebook. Oh really? <laughs> yeah, it went viral. on Facebook a couple uh, years ago okay. then like huh. recently it just kinda of resurfaces. And they're like, Is this real? and I didn't grow up with the poem, but yeah. I mean, I can read it. But
3: it's but... real, right, yeah. yeah. I mean, so I'll, it's... I'll read a little bit of, uh, the translation as it would be in, uh, in English, and then Karen will read it to you what it sounds like in, in Mandarin. Okay. Oh, I'll just, oh just boy. the first couple of lines.
4: Oh, boy. Goes on <laughs> okay. Here. okay.
3: Uh, a poet named She lived in a stone house and liked to eat lion flesh, and he vowed to eat ten of them. He used to go to the market in search of lions, and one day at ten o'clock, he chanced to, to see ten of them there. She killed the lions with arrows and picked up their bodies, carrying them back to a stone house. His house was dripping with water so he requested that his servants proceed to dry it. Then he began to try to eat the bodies of the 10 lions. <laughs> it was only then he realized that these were in fact 10 lions made of stone. <laughs> so that's that's what this means. But now Karen will read um this okay. is what it sounds like.
1: Shi <laughs> shi 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 well, shi It was kind of hard. Yeah shi 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 and then uh shi 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 oh whoa, it's difficult every,
3: it's, it's many 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 different words that are all pronounced well to our ears <sh-> yeah.
1: shi s-h-i
3: right um uh, but but there's different tonalities of each of those first four yeah there's four mm-hmm. different tonalities yeah four different but, yeah.
1: tones and then with the four different tones each can mean five million different things. Right, right, right. Hence yeah. you can get a lot of, you know, bang for your buck, you get a lot of meanings and words from yeah. like And one. the
2: tone, the tones are it's rising or how would you describe it? So there's there's
1: neutral this is intro to Mandarin Chinese. There's neutral, <laughs> uh-huh. um, there's rising, there's emphasis, and there's falling. Okay. Hmm. Alright. Oh. So so for like the, the in this case it's natural is sh, rising is sh emphasis is sh. And then falling is shi, uh, <laughs> shi
3: shi, shi, shi. <laughs>
1: <laughs> And I just said poop in Chinese. One of the yeah, words yeah, yeah, means poop. Of course, so, does. Yeah. Of course so. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, that's not
3: my segment. That was oh, just something okay. I thought of. But uh, what
4: I wanted to talk about
3: uh, was the language I know, which is Japanese. Um, and you've you've probably come across uh, something like this at some point, uh, some like clickbaity article that's like. Ten crazy Japanese translations of movies that you won't believe. actually, sorry. Number six is the worst.
1: Uh, I need to interrupt you. Colin's looking at me. You know, it's so weird because uh, Colin a couple of episodes talked about um, the, can- the the octopus, the sex act that was canceled at the aquarium <laughs> right. because the octopus oh, right. scared yes, that the octopus yes, yes. was going to eat its mate. Yeah, um, and he talked about how the headline was clickbaity clickbait yeah right yeah. right right yeah you know i get so much listener mail uh about colin's pronunciation <laughs> So this is the second time The other uh, I get overwhelming response Of when you say Basketball
3: Yeah basketball.
1: People think you say basketball. That's crazy I've, to me I've, But I mean I've I heard people,
3: it It's more really? than one I've heard, I've heard it But only only after somebody said it So here's what's funny So and then, somebody And then click, somebody,
2: click yeah, baby Somebody said Oh do we have a new what? egg horn? Did Colin say the word Click baby Click baby <laughs> And I'm like oh. No I, I'm like click. I'm thinking to myself I'm like click. No I clearly click said baby. Click baity Yeah But I have to say I went back And I listened yeah. to it it's like it, it really does sound like I said click baby. Click baby. I, I swear I said click bait-y and you just said oh, click bait-y as well. Click-baity. Click click yeah. I don't know if it's yeah something in the way the audio is
4: compressed. Oh,
2: basketball yeah. and click I, I promise you, dear listeners, I know the word is basketball <laughs> right. and click <laughs> yes. but it really did sound like I said wow, click, so click baby. Yeah. It. Yeah.
1: And it's so. like... <laughs> From I've so heard. many people. Yeah. From so many people. Uncanny. Wow. Anyway, sorry. That was, that was my clickbait.
3: Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was wondering I mean, what yeah. I did wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway. Like clickbaity. Clickbaity articles. <laughs> clickbaity articles. <laughs> clickbaity. 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 <laughs> um, crazy Japanese translations of movie titles, you know. So, for example, uh, can you tell me the movie that was titled in Japan... Grandpa Carl's Flying House.
4: Oh. Uh, it's it's up. up.
3: Yes, exactly. Uh, so I'm poking around this topic, and I actually found a 2014 Japan Times story that talked about the history of Japanese uh, versions of American or foreign movie titles uh, over time. Oh, interesting. Um, and about long-term trends of oh, what they okay. did. So in the 30s and 40s, the predominant way of... Retitling a movie for Japan was actually not to translate the movie's title. It was just they just retitled the movie. They'd hmm. sort of look at the whole thing and think, okay, what would be another good alternate title that would make more sense in Japanese? And so the examples given by the Japan Times story, the uh, 1955 movie "Summertime" was just called in in, in Japan "Yojo," which means "emotions of a traveler." Hmm. So okay. then just pick something okay. out that would work better with that audience, not necessarily. Translated. So here's a, a quick question for you guys. Um, this 1962 movie starring Gregory Peck was released in Japan as... Alabama Story to oh, kill oh, Carol. Oh, uh, yeah. To, to kill
1: to kill a, mocking to kill bird. a
3: mockingbird. Yeah, Alabama okay. Story. Okay,
0: okay, and yeah. that's because they don't know that's the That's
3: how it's known in Japan to this day. Uh, like you have to say, "Well, oh, Alabama Story." Because yeah.
0: sometimes titles are kind of poetic. I mean, "Summertime" and "To Kill a Mockingbird." Yeah, and so it's poetry like poetry doesn't always flow like, that well into some of. Right. I thought I was yeah. watching a movie about birds. Yeah, yeah. it's
3: like right. So by the 1950s Japan had moved into direct translation of the titles now again it's mm-hmm. not you know this is like it, this is the Japan Times guy kind of looking at broad trends in those areas but by the 1950s the big trend was direct translation so the seven year itch the Marilyn Monroe film uh-huh. becomes um not no waki which means like the affair that took place in the seventh year, you know, <laughs> and affair, affair deliberately meaning in this case, like extramarital. Yeah. You know, nookie. Um, <laughs> even more faithful to the original, so that writes the Japan times, uh, story is Alfred Hitchcock's, the birds, which was called tori as in birds. birds. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, Now, in the nineteen sixties it changes again. And now the predominant thing is just rendering the English words with Japanese Mm -hmm. characters in katakana. So basically just using Japanese sounds to render the English words. So Maifeedi.
5: Okay or
3: cycle. You know, what it indicates is that people were becoming a little bit more globalized, like English, you know, in English words, Mm. like lady, Mm. you know, or or psycho or my are starting to make their way into Japan. People understand what that means. Okay. Right. And now, more, more recently, only, j- only just recently though, because through the 90s, you see a lot of just katakana eyes. It's kind of stuck that way from the 60s, 70s, 90s. Ta you know, that kind of thing. <laughs> okay. Um, you know, and, but now there is a revival of the don't translate it at all movement. Hmm. Uh, it's wrapped back to where it was in the 1930s and 40s. Tell the and story. They, exactly. They just do a new, uh, title. Uh, I'm, 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 so I'm going to give you a quiz. I'm going to tell all you right. the oh. English translation of of the Japanese title of the film, and maybe give you a couple of hints because just to get you there, I have double checked all of these. That oh, are made they're not sure made that they are not made up. Oh, there okay. are a lot of fake foreign film yes. titles out there, and also
1: Coca Cola, that whole wax, that tadpole, whole wax thing.
3: tadpole thing was made up. Yeah, and um, I one I like I found a list that said that um, leaving Las Vegas in uh, was was retitled in Japan to I'm drunk and you're a prostitute. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was not. It was. I've it, heard that before. It came out in the 90s, so it was called Be Being Good Aspets. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but if it came out today, it would be something totally different. Okay. It might actually be. I'm drugging. So anyway, um, <laughs> be careful. So these I have checked. These are all true. Here mm-hmm. we go. So in Japan, yes, uh, we're going to buzz in indeed. All right. Uh, the, I'll give you the Japanese title or the English translation of the Japanese title. You will give me the American title. All <clears> right. <throat> Wild Speed. Wild Speed. Speed. It's about people going at high rates of speed. Uh, Dana?
0: Fast and the Furious. Fast and the Furious. Oh.
3: Wild Speed. Well, how about
0: yep. Tokyo Drift then?
3: <laughs> they, they renamed them all to uh, other things. Yeah.
1: Oh, they're all, they're not like Wild Speed 2. Wild uh, some speed of them
3: are, and then some of them have different okay. names. Yep. <laughs> A, 17-year-old's a seventeen year old's medical records. This is true. A seventeen year old's medical records. This is a nineteen ninety-nine <gasps> film, Colin. Is that Girl Interrupted? It is oh. Girl Interrupted. Well done.
4: Wow. Yep.
3: yep. That makes sense. You got yeah. it. You got it. Okay. okay. Cheers. Okay. Your hint is this does not have anything to do with a bar in Boston. Oh. Cheers. Okay. Cheers. It okay. does have to do with cheerleading. Um, oh, Karen.
0: Oh, bring it on. Bring on <laughs> was called oh, cheers. Okay. Yep. Okay.
3: Um Love is déjà vu. Karen. Serendipity. It's not serendipity. Oh, that's good love one. is déjà vu.
1: Love Actually?
3: Not Love Actually. Uh, Karen.
1: Eternal Sunshine. Not As Eternal Fall is Sunshine
3: of the Definitely has uh, Colin. Uh, no, I was waiting for a hand, maybe. Oh, it definitely has something to do with um, things like. Gee, did I experience this before? <sighs> hmm.
1: That's what. That's what I'm
3: going with it's the plot. Nineties. It, it, it is. This actually is the 90s. Oh, oh uh, yeah. uh, is it 51st dates? It's not 51st dates. Oh, Groundhog Day. Good. No.
0: Groundhog's it day. is Groundhog oh. Day. Yes.
3: Yeah, love is deja vu. Round of day. Um, Goodfellows. <laughs> Goodfellows. Goodfella? Goodfellows? Goodfellows.
0: Goodfellas? Goodfellas.
3: Oh, <laughs> yeah. okay. I, I just looked at them like, oh, it's Goodfellas.
0: Because
3: <laughs> they could have done Goodfellas, but it's not yeah. Yeah. Goodfellas.
0: Good.
3: Okay. Uh, Captain Supermarket. This is absolutely true. Captain <laughs> Supermarket. This is a 1992 horror comedy film. Captain oh, Supermarket. 92.
2: 92. Wow, okay, so too Four. early for, like,
3: the, Shaun of the Dead, right? Uh,
1: killer Tomatoes.
3: It's not Killer Tomatoes. It is so name- it is called Captain Supermarket, the very tenuous connection. At the very- at the end of the movie, the main character is working in a, uh, actually a department store called S-Mart. Uh, oh,
1: that's Very smells- end of the
3: movie. oh, Evil oh, oh, uh, uh, it
1: uh, It's-
3: It's- uh,
2: The Army of Darkness. Army, Army of Darkness. Of Darkness. Yeah. Captain Supermarket! Captain Whoa. Supermarket!
3: This is a 2000 movie. It uh, semi autobiographical, and uh, the Japanese title is Back in Those Days with Penny Lane.
0: Oh. Oh. Colin.
2: Uh, is that almost famous? It's almost
3: what famous.
0: What a funny coincidence. Yeah. Stacking. Yeah.
2: Oh, yeah. There was she was in the quiz. Too. Yeah. yeah. her mm-hmm. name. Mm-hmm. She's yeah, a like lot of Penny stacking Lane. going on. Same around. category. Yep. Yeah.
4: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Bring it back. Yeah. yeah.
3: <laughs> Mileage, my life. Mileage. Mileage, my, my, my life. life. Oh, uh, uh, is that Dana?
0: Yeah. Up in the air? It is up yeah. in the air. I was gonna say, yeah, yeah, nice. That's nice. actually, that's a, yeah, that's a good one. That's yeah. good. It's
3: alliterative. This is an, e- I mean, you're going to get it, but I really just wanted to say this because this is absolutely true. The Malkovich hole. <laughs>
4: <laughs>
2: uh, I assume it's,
3: that's being John Malkovich. John Malkovich. Yeah. No, it's not. It's a uh, Bambi. No, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Shut your the Malkovich, Malkovich hole. hole. The
4: But that Malkovich
1: makes sense because it's it is, yeah, it course, is a It hole. is, yes, of course. It is. It's great, yeah. yeah.
3: Um, 007 dies twice. <laughs> Um,
2: Wow, this could be so many
3: things. Is this You Only Live Twice? It is. It is You Only Live Twice. Yep. The 7 dies twice. Um, Here's a a tough one. Here's a tough one. Let's see if we can get this. Okay. Final Dead Coaster. Karen.
1: Final Destination... I want to say three.
3: That's it. Final Destination three, because they all die on a roller coaster. Yep. yep, Final Dead Coaster. Um, Best Kid... Best Kid. A Rookie of the Year? Uh, no, mm. no. This starred uh, Jaden Smith.
1: Oh, oh. Oh. Karate Kid.
3: It is Karate Kid. Oh. F- Probably renamed because there's no actual karate or Japanese <laughs> yeah. people or anything yep. in that movie. Yeah, yeah,
4: <laughs> yeah. Yep. Uh,
3: and finally, infamously, this is tough. This 2004 comedy was retitled in Japan, mm-hmm. uh, Bus Man. 2004 oh. indie comedy. Um, oh, oh, uh, Dana? Is it
0: Stranger Than Fiction? No. Mm-hmm.
3: Colin. Uh, little Miss Sunshine? Yeah. It is not.
0: Uh, uh, that's why I was bus man.
3: Yeah, it has nothing to... It, the movie itself has nothing to do, nothing with, the to do with, <laughs> <laughs> with... Indie comedy Indie comedy. Um, mm-hmm. Give it away a little bit. It starred John Heater.
2: Uh, oh. Okay. Napoleon Dynamite. Napoleon Dynamite. Okay. So, okay. The
3: reason why... I, the reason why it was called Busman it came out in Japan in 2000, um, and 2005, 2006. And that was when there was a movie called Train Man that was, it was a book. It was a TV series. Oh, Taku. Yes. Yeah. Very, very, very popular. Um, Densha Otoko. It yeah. was hugely popular. And so releasing Napoleon Dynamite in Japan, they decided, oh, let's title this Busman so people will go see it okay and they and they deliberately sort of aimed it at like internet nerds uh, yeah uh, but smart. it was such a <laughs> but well actually like it was such a ridiculous like na- like a such a crass attempt at yeah. connecting it with Train Man, even though they had uh, nothing to do with each other at all, uh, that I, they actually apologized. Oh, oh
4: really? Yeah. <laughs> like, actually,
3: apologize. like we're sorry we made this really dumb, oh, craven no. kind of move. Bus Man. But to this day,
2: I mean, there's the scene Napoleon early on dynamite, when they're on the bus going to school. I mean, I guess they ride a bus. At they some do point. ride the bus. Yeah, yeah.
3: right. Like, yeah, sure. That's a
2: very
5: tenuous. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. And they put a big school bus on the poster behind him, just to be really clear. So turn to the nerds to answer your real-world money questions and get insights that can help you make the smartest financial decisions for your life. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money podcast wherever you get your podcasts. So I'm going to
1: play a clip and this is the uh, the German version, the language dub of Pirates of the Caribbean.
6: Denn ohne diesen Schlüssel können wir nicht aufschließen, was wir nicht haben, das er aufschließt. Also was für einen Sinn würde es machen, das zu finden, was er aufschließt? The
4: dude
1: that you heard, he, not only is he speaking German, but like he sounds, he has the Johnny Depp sound and he also has like the, the weird, kind of drunky, talky, <laughs> language. strange
2: cadence. Yeah.
1: Uh, yeah, of, 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 in German. Like, I, I don't understand it, but I can still hear the, the kind of the, the Captain Jack Sparrow-ness. Of that language dub, and it's funny because I think our age, when there's a foreign movie, we actually want to watch it in the original language. That's that's in. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Right. Yeah. And
1: read the subtitles. Yeah. Obviously, the that's a different case for major G-rated family fun movies uh, sure, yeah. released right. outside. You know, I, I mean, English American mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, or English language movies released to the rest of the world. When it's family entertainment, <laughs> they will do foreign dubs in. So many languages. Kids don't want to read
2: movies. Yeah,
1: it it makes sense, especially with all the Disney movies. They make – there's the whole division, the the voice character division of Walt Disney. They will spend so much time and craft to not only – record all the different language versions of foreign language versions of the films, but they will also write and localize the script so that yeah. it matches their mouths right. yeah. and the songs and the songs. They yeah. rhyme. Um, mm-hmm. and it's yeah. not just like, Oh, I'm just reading a direct translation. It's mm-hmm. all like carefully crafted. Antonio Banderas, he had, uh, he was puss in boots, you know, famous yeah. actor, but you know, famously for his voice in puss in boots in, um, the, the Shrek series in the movie puss in boots. He signed on to voice not only the English version, but he also provided the foreign language dubs for Italian, (laughs)
0: Latin
1: American Spanish, Mm. Castilian Spanish, and Catalan. (laughs) So if you're watching a Spanish foreign dub of Puss in Boots, that really is Antonio Banderas. That's pretty cool. Because he can speak all of those languages. And I'm sure um, after uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, everybody saw that video of... Of, oh, um,
3: of Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel. Yeah, I am Groot in so many different languages. Yeah, <laughs> which is yeah. easier
1: for him because there's like three words. Right. But right, he right. provides the voice for all of the foreign yep. language dubs. Yep. You know, you'll soy Groot, and I'm Groot Polish. Yeah. But yeah, so if you are like Antonio Banderas, a Hollywood actor who knows or grew up a bilingual or multilingual. You have the right of refusal, according to a lot of Hollywood agents. Uh-huh. They have the first right of refusal to say, hmm. to, to get to work on the foreign language dub in the other language. So for example is Helena Bonham Carter. She is fluent in French. Hmm. So if they're going to. Make a French version of a movie she's in. They, they would ask her like, would you want to provide the French, you redub yeah. huh. your French language using your own voice? Cause it's you who's playing it in sounds, the film. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're not, they're not redoing the scenes with her speaking French, but they're, they're dubbing it. Um, funny enough, for live action movies, most of these Hollywood actors don't get paid extra if they choose to do so. Oh, really? Yeah. But it, it's kind of like, well, it was your character. You get to control the character, and then now you know the other language, and you can kind of, like, show off. A couple people, a Hollywood reporter said, uh, Sandra Bullock is fluent in German, so she gets the first
2: ride of refusal for... That's that's really interesting. I I, I never thought about that. Yeah. I mean, and and it seems win-win, right? Because from the studio's perspective, there's the the cachet of, like, oh, and it's the original actress, you know, reading the parts as well.
3: Famously, you know, because the the Beatles music originally early on was very popular in uh, Germany, um They got the yeah. Beatles to record uh, I Want to Hold Your Hand and at least one other song. Uh, oh, she, she Loves, loves you. you. Yeah, See yeah. yeah. Liebdijk. Yep, yep. Come, come give me deiner hand. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. And they had
3: them <laughs> record it in German. Yeah. But they didn't know German. So they did it. But like afterwards, they were like, never, ever and it was so oh, hard Oh for the Beatles, yeah. Yeah, to, for learn the Beatles to learn a different language to learn how to sing the song and actually do it well in German but they actually recorded two songs in German which they did not know uh, because it would be so popular in German
1: Well was it popular?
3: Oh yeah, I mean, oh, it okay. really yeah. Really much. Even just, even the bad language. Oh okay. Yeah. I see. Yeah, but as it turns out, they're happy with the songs being English. It's fine.
0: Flight yeah. of the Concords, they dubbed it into Spanish. Probably other languages, but definitely Spanish. And it sounds just like them. And yes. the songs are really good, too. Yeah. So,
1: so a lot of um, these foreign language dubs, the voice actors... They want, like, say Clint Eastwood in Spanish. It's the same guy who does all Clint Eastwood. Yeah. Film.
3: Yeah. Uh, uh, so the, sure. I mean, so maybe. Yeah, if you do it well once. Yeah, and they might
1: not right. sound like he might not sound like Clint Eastwood, even though he does. But now the moviegoers have associated his voice with Clint right. Eastwood's right. face, right. Right. and mm-hmm. so these people, they they um uh, a lot of them have their own fame voicing one particular actor. Actually, they do a bunch. And then, uh, and then go on cool. in all of their movies. Robert De Niro in German is the same guy for the longest time. <laughs> that's a, um,
0: such a good gig. It is. It
1: is a good gig. And, yeah, and it's
2: like you have like a shadow career, yeah. uh, you know, where your success is kind of pinned to the success. And, of and the, yeah. You
1: yeah, the new movie coming <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: out. <yes. laughs> and
1: you're a local celebrity too. Well, that's it for me. Chris, we got one last. We haven't done an off topic quiz in a
3: while. This is the this is the uh traditional closing off topic quiz. We've wrapped up our discussion of translation. This has nothing to do with that. Okay. This is a quiz uh just to, as a palate cleanser to take us home. It's called You
1: prepared for the wrong
3: show, it's, didn't you? I did. I did.
1: <laughs>
4: <laughs> sure.
3: Uh, it's a quiz called "Movies Go to the Movies." Okay. Um, I did. I think I did a quiz. Uh, many, many episodes back about fake bands. Uh, this is a quiz about fake movies.
4: Oh. Uh, in, um, movies?
3: in real movies. Okay. Yeah. I will tell you the the title of the fake or fictional non-existent movie, oh, okay. oh, wow. and you will tell me the title of the real movie that this fake movie appeared in. All right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Here we go. Fake movie, Simple Jack.
2: Oh, Simple Jack. Oh, it's uh, uh, it was
3: it's that was in uh, Tropic Thunder. It was in Tropic yes. Thunder. Yes, indeed. All right, now we've got it. We've got it. Goodwill Hunting Two Hunting Season. Karen,
1: <laughs> Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. Jay and Silent Bob yeah, nice. Strike
3: Back. Yes, indeed. Hunting Season. <laughs> Jews in Space. Uh, Karen.
1: History of the World Part 1. Indeed, Mel yes. Brooks. Mel Brooks.
3: And then he made that movie and called it Spaceballs. Yeah. <laughs> um, this is the title of the film. The title of the fake film is Ass. Ass. I don't know.
1: A-S-S?
3: Yes. It is currently the, the most popular film in the, in the world of this, uh, this movie. <sighs> won many Oscars.
2: Uh,
3: <laughs> Idiocracy. It is. Idiocracy. Wow. Yep. Oh, wow. <laughs> angels with filthy souls oh <laughs> angels with man. filthy souls this I will tell you this this was done so well yeah. that I thought it was a real movie it's wow. so like a gangster black and white gangster movie and I thought that it was oh. real but it was made specifically Sorry.
0: for Home Alone for Home. oh yes, yes
3: when he's like I, I believe you but my tommy gun don't that oh is a, a fake that movie. is a fake yeah. movie that is shot fake, it was done yes. so well just for home alone cuz you just I think oh, oh, it's all
1: timey yeah it's probably game game real. Yep. yeah yep wow real
3: <laughs> yep um it's sequel had angels with even filthier souls in okay. home alone 2 yep <laughs> um don't
4: oh,
3: don't don't oh man <laughs> This was this was a uh, fake movie trailer that appeared actually in the middle of two movies.
1: Karen, a uh, Grindhouse. Grindhouse. Oh, Don't okay. was
3: one of the yes. There was um,
2: a Hobo with a Shotgun as well, right? <laughs> uh, a machete. <laughs> uh, oh, right. And
3: something was like it was a holiday a horror movie, but I can't mm. I can't remember the, the the name of it. Yes, <laughs> Don't uh gandhi 2
4: karen uh yes
2: yes
4: yes
3: Uh, nation's pride
2: wow nation's pride yes uh that was in inglorious bastards that is in inglorious
3: bastards yes
2: indeed the the nazi propaganda film Mm -hmm,
3: mm -hmm. back to this word asses of fire (laughs) Oh, <laughs> uh, uh,
2: is that South Park the that movie? is South Park bigger longer
3: that is actually the title of the Terrence and Phillip movie it's called <laughs> <laughs> that sounds, <laughs> fine.
0: Uh, it sounds very South Park yeah yeah
3: yeah, yeah. 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 Turbo Man hmm. Turbo Man Turbo
0: oh. Man Turbo Man this Damn. is a Crazy Is it Jingle All the Way? It is Jingle All the Way. Yes! Oh my yes. god. Turbo <laughs> this, Man was this the name of the movie, and There's the fake Turbo
3: it. Man nice. film. Wow. Nice. Wow,
0: that good
1: job. Fished it right Great. out of the punch yes, Because that was the there, toy there, yeah. that yeah. he's looking yeah. Yeah. for.
3: Indeed. Jaws 19.
4: Oh, well,
1: that's uh, so,
3: so brilliant. brilliant. That is uh, famously
2: Back to the Future Part 2. Yes. 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 Wow.
4: Oh
1: yes, because it's like a 3D thing, right? Right, yeah. right. Yeah.
3: The Dancing Cavalier. The Dancing Cavalier. Now, I'm guessing you're not going to get this one immediately. The Dancing Cavalier. The, the film, the, the, oh, wait. Yeah. Uh, go ahead. I'll, no, I'll no, no, it. no. If you think you know it without a hint. Is it, uh, the artist? It is not the artist. Okay. Oh, okay.
0: Okay. What were you going to say?
3: Yes. What I was going to say was the, the film, The Dancing Cavalier is a, it's a talkie. But it's being made with silent movie stars who are having trouble transitioning over into the world of talkies. Karen.
1: Singing in the Rain. Singing in the Rain. Uh, I was like, uh, you're describing is, the artist. Yeah. yeah. There, there's, yes.
3: there's
0: another movie that's <laughs> yeah. like that.
3: Singing in the Rain. <laughs> Brock Landers. Angels Live in My Town. Oh,
0: oh Brock Landers. Brock Landers. Such a familiar Angels yeah. Live in My Town. Name. What is that? I don't know.
1: Oh, uh, so familiar. Karen Boogie Nights. Boogie Nights. Okay. okay. Oh, Boogie Man. Nights. But his name isn't right. Brocklanders, though.
3: That's no, it's the name of the character. Oh, he that's played he played uh, in yeah, the porn. Nom de porn. Yes, indeed, yeah. indeed. No, no, yeah. no, no, no. That was yeah. that, is, that was the name of the character oh, okay. in the movie, Sorry. not his actor name. Yes. Who is, of course,
1: Dirk Diggler. Dirk Diggler. Yes. Thank you.
3: Yes, and finally, log Logjammin. Log 90s cult favorite film. Um, one of the characters ended up in an adult picture named Log Jammin'.
0: <sighs> ended up in... American what? Pie?
3: Uh, that is from The Big Lebowski. Oh!
0: oh. Yeah, from The Big Lebowski.
3: Yep, yep.
0: Cool. Alright,
3: well yes, admirable job overall. Some good yeah. uh yeah. pulling some stuff out of the old memory banks there. I don't yeah. pay
0: close attention to movies, I right. realize. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god.
1: <laughs> like I, when you're like, Oh, a fake movie in a movie, I was like, Oh, there can't be that many, but there's so many. There it's lot. like like fake bands in movies, it's like, Oh, there aren't that many, and then there's so many. There's a lot of
3: them. <laughs> Woo! Hey.
1: Good job, everybody. And that's our show. Thank you guys for joining me. and Thank you guys, listeners, for listening in. Hope you learned a lot of stuff about uh, wind talkers, code breakers, uh, French words, and uh, fake movies. You can find our show on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Spotify, and our website, goodjobbrain.com. And we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.